You are listening to a Mint production brought to you by HD Smartcast. Hi guys, I'm Prasad Banerjee and I write about tech at Mint. And this is Tech Etc, a podcast where we ta- tackle some hot topics in technology and also bust some myths. So after years of consultation, parliamentary committees and many other reports, India finally has what is called the Digital Personal Data Protection Bill or as it is usually being called the DPDP. Wow, that's a weird title. Anyway, the bill is now open for public consultation and the last date for that consultation is December 17th. It's expected to be tabled in the next session of the parliament but we'll find that out when the time comes. The big thing about this bill is that in the future this is the bill that will regulate how data is accessed, how companies use our data, how we give that data to the companies and what we can do if the data is misused. So obviously the bill is important. What is the DPDP then? The draft bill which has been brought out afresh after the data protection bill of 2019 was withdrawn 3 months ago and this new bill has framed out lawful and transparent usage of personal data collected by organizations collection of only the user data that is needed for a purpose and limited use of that data and it also ensures that data is not stored perpetually one big difference in the bill right now than the ones we had had in the last 3 years is that it does not include non personal data it only deals with personal data of individuals it also does not impose criminal penalties on people in the various companies that may misuse your data instead the government in the various companies that may misuse your data Another change is that the government has dropped the requirements for data localization. The government now says that companies can store data in foreign countries as long as they're essentially friendly to India. We're not quite sure how they will determine the friendliness, but the thinking so far in the industry is that this will be determined through free trade agreements with various countries across the world. Processing of digital personal data collected from users online or digitized data that was collected offline is the only thing that the bill covers now earlier there were these things about digitization of data and all of that but now basically what this bill is saying that is but now basically what this bill is saying is that if data is collected through say an app or a digital platform or in some way digitized that is when this bill will apply to that data the bill has also proposed the creation of what is called a data protection board which will act independently and will determine non compliance with provisions of the act it will also hear government and user complaints issue inquiries and impose penalties on companies that are found in violation the ceo of this board members and employees of the board will be appointed completely by the government which is something that a lot of people have questioned because such a board should ideally have independent members and people hope that it will and they say that the fact that the government will have overarching power on the members of this board is not really the best way to go about it But speaking of penalties, what are the penalties that this bill imposes? I'm personally not very happy with the penalties to be honest, but then that's my personal opinion. Nobody really cares about that. India has proposed to impose a hefty financial penalty of 
up to rupees 500 crore depending on the severity duration and impact on users of a data breach and the ability of an entity to prevent such a data breach as part of this new bill the bill also states that if an entity fails to prevent the breach of personal data of their users they could be penalized up to rupees 250 crore and another rupees 200 crore penalty will be levied if they do not inform the users that were affected by such a data breach further safeguarding the data of children which was a very important part of the bill the bill is proposing that a penalty of 200 crore be levied on a data fiduciary which is basically the entity that will handle your data if they do not take parental consent before a child can access their platform now this again is something a lot of people have questioned because they think that the penalty may not be enough there are examples like the us copa in which companies can literally go bankrupt for making such mistakes moving on there's also a penalty of 150 crore which will be levied if a significant data fiduciary which again will be determined based on how many users they have does not appoint a data protection officer this officer will essentially be responsible for making sure that the data is used properly they also have to appoint an independent data auditor and undertake data protection impact assessment and a periodic audit now those are the penalties on the companies there's actually also penalties on us the users because we can essentially complain against a company now the bill says that if a user makes a frivolous complaint against a company and it is proven that the grievance was frivolous false or they were impersonating or furnishing fake identification then the user will have to pay a fine of rupees 10000 and any other violation or non compliance of the bill will be fined at rupees 50 crore but that again but that again impacts the companies and not the users Now we've covered the fines we've covered what the bill is but the bill takes a very important part of giving data or accessing data of individuals online into account and that part is consent the big problem with most platforms today and often you will hear many users your friends themselves say this that nobody took their consent before sending them a message on whatsapp or maybe an email on their gmail account and so on and so forth The bill very clearly says that consent has to be taken before anybody can process your data and by process it means anything that a company is doing with your data. The bill also says that this consent cannot be perpetual and it cannot be irrevocable which means that no company can say that I have your data and I will keep it in perpetuity and they cannot say that you cannot take back your data from the company. so individuals will have the option to write to a company and say that i am done with you please remove my data from your platform and they will have to the bill essentially says that consent can be withdrawn by a user and also recognizes that consent manager platforms which are what enable a person to have a comprehensive view of their interactions with these data fiduciaries will also take such consent Now there's also this tiny thing there called deemed consent and that is important. Consent will be deemed to have been given when a user voluntarily provides her personal data to the data fiduciaries. For instance, sharing name and mobile number while booking a table at a restaurant or for performance of any function under any law or government services. For instance, credit of fertilizer subsidy into bank account. What are they saying here? They're basically saying that imagine if you're going to a restaurant. The restaurant takes your number, your email, your 
your name to make the booking this restaurant is now allowed to send you messages and that is being called deemed consent the restaurant doesn't necessarily have to have you click on a separate click on a separate button or something else to show that you've given your consent that again is an important part of this bill so all in all the data protection bill has been mellowed down as compared to older versions of this bill Having said that the good news is that India finally has one of these bills. A lot of experts have told us that this will be very good for companies and not so good for users. But of course we'll have to find out over time. What is left next is something called the Digital India Act which is in a way a revamp of India's IT Act and between the Digital India Act and the Data Protection Bill they will form the framework for how we use our data going forward. And that's it for this week's episode. Please do let me know what you thought of it and what else you would want me to cover. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Undertaker. Yes, you heard that right. That's U N T E R T E C H E R. You can also give us feedback at HT Smartcast. We're present on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. And please do log on to htsmartcast.com and listen to all of our productions. This was a Mint production brought to you by HD Smartcast. HD Smartcast.